Hi, well, welcome to the Heights Baptist Podcast. Uh, my name is Lee. I'm one of the pastors here at Heights, and our podcast is designed to help you just take your next step of faith. And so here on our podcast, you're going to find uh, previous sermons uh, and also episodes like this uh, where you can just kind of engage maybe on a deeper topic uh, that you may have some questions on or something we've talked about previously. We often follow up with a podcast episode uh, to kind of go a little deeper on that topic. And so right now we are in a series called A Beautiful Mess. And we've been moving through the book of 1 Corinthians. And why we called it that was because as believers in Jesus Christ, God sees us right now as beautiful. But in our practical everyday lives, we're still a little messy. And so we've been talking about how to uh, continue our faith in Christ and grow in that and how God continues to clean up our mess. And so today I have a special guest uh, with me. This is not Matt Hogan, who's usually my co-host. Uh, but this is Tony Wolf, Dr. Tony Wolf, one of the smartest people that I know. You need to know more people. <laughs> I didn't say how many people <laughs> you know, I knew. Right. I just said you're one of the smartest people I know. Uh, but Tony, I appreciate uh, you being with us. And thank you for the sermon that you preached on Sunday. And tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're on staff with the uh, SBTC, so the Southern Baptist Convention of Texas. And mm -hmm. I know some roles have changed and yeah. offices have changed. And so yeah. you may be still figuring out what you do, but, but yeah. what's your current uh, kind of role with the SBTC? I, uh, I'm starting May 1st. I don't know when this episode drops, but May 1st as the Associate Executive Director, which uh, is, you know, helping what well, basically do that's all other duties as assigned by executive <laughs> <Okay>. director. <laughs> it's pretty much whatever he doesn't want to do, right. I do. Uh, no, but our, our executive director, Dr. Lorick, Nathan Lorick, is this wonderful visionary. I tell people he's always way up here mm -hmm. and about five miles down there. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like I'm I'm holding on to the saddle, you know, and and falling close behind him. So I'm, I'm hoping to get down in the weeds and help structure and strategize for the implementation of his vision. And that's uh, that's what I do, working with the whole staff team and the churches, representing him uh, and championing his vision and his causes for Good. the SBTC. Awesome. And you're married to Vanessa yeah. and you have some yeah. some ben kids. Tell us a little yeah. bit about the family. Vanessa and I have been married for uh, 20 years yep. this past week. And we have two sons, Ethan and Aaron. They're 18 and 14 years old, respectively. So okay. Ethan will be graduating in May and uh, he'll be going into ministry. He's actually just recently enrolled at Oklahoma Baptist University. Oh, wow. So he is headed to be, I told him he was gonna be a buffalo, but I'm pretty sure it's a bison. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's really excited about that. Aaron, my youngest one is very mathematically minded, okay. uh, very different from Ethan, but still, I mean, sharp and brilliant and a gift from God. Awesome. Uh, thankful for both of them. Yeah, great. And so on um, this past Sunday, uh, you preached through 1 Corinthians, kind of continued on our, our beautiful mess series. So mm -hmm. thank you for stepping in on that. And it was chapter 1, verses 18 through chapter 2, verse 5. Right. I know that's kind of a weird break, but kind of that's the way it breaks somewhat in our English yeah. Bibles and structurally. Yeah. Um, and, and just talking a little bit about the gospel and how we communicate the gospel, um, how sometimes that it doesn't make a lot of sense to people. You know, yeah. uh, and, and you, you had a good phrase that I, I wrote down and you said that the message of Christianity is not complicated, but it's urgent. Right. And so the message isn't hard to understand. We're sinners. 
Jesus died for us, rose from the grave, placed our faith in Christ, we can be forgiven. I mean, yeah. at its core basics, it's pretty easy. So it's, it's not complicated, but it's urgent. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, we're the ones who tend to complicate things. Uh, there's no way that we could ever fully wrap our heads around the intricacies of God's design for humanity and, and how exactly uh, the gospel works mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, millisecond by millisecond in our life. None of that is for us to know. The secret things belong to God. The, the complexity comes from our inability to understand or maybe more appropriately, uh, our unwillingness to just believe. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where complexity comes from. But urgency comes because we sincerely believe, this is the message of Christianity, that apart from Christ, every man, every woman, every boy, every girl who either has not heard or has not believed on the name of Jesus, repented from sin and placed their faith in him, they're headed down a collision course for hell. Mm -hmm. And uh, unless they correct course by turning away from sin and placing their faith in Jesus Christ, then they will end up in a Christless eternity, mm -hmm. uh, which is the definition of eternal damnation. Right. So uh, it, is, it is urgent. It's urgent in that, I don't know if this is the last time I'm gonna talk to you, Lee. I don't know if it's the last time I'm going to talk to the person in the store on the airplane or my best friend mm -hmm. or, um, or, you know, the, the person at the ball game. I, I don't know. I don't know. And so I've, I've got to, I've got to adopt the same sense of urgency about the gospel as Christ adopted. I love the book of Mark. I know mm -hmm. you're not in the book of Mark, but in the book of Mark, everything Jesus did, he did on his way somewhere else. Right. Like the whole thing, it's, I don't know how many times the word immediately yeah. is used in Mark. He's just urgent yeah. all the time. Uh, keeping the cross before him, mm -hmm. knowing that his time was short. The message is not complicated, but it is urgent. Yeah. Repent and believe the gospel. Yeah. No, it marks my favorite gospel. My, can you say that? It is. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. It's the one I tell people to read first. Like if they don't, yes. you know, if they haven't kind of read their Bible in a while, I'm like, hey, you know, like don't start in Genesis. Start in Mark. <laughs> Leviticus. Because <right. laughs> you're going to hit Leviticus, Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Right. And, and it's, you're just going to get locked down. It's going to get really <laughs> weird really fast. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I think on this, because we're going to tie this in here in a second. Mm -hmm. um, I, I start with Mark with people because you used to be able to tell people start with John. Mm -hmm. But to start with John's gospel assumes they have somewhat of a, a religious or Christian background. That's true. Because John's gospel has a lot of imagery in it. Yeah. And, you know, really rooted in the Old Testament. So John's gospel can get really weird for people, too, because this is Jesus like, hey, I'm bread, eat me, I'm yeah. water. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, wait a minute, you were light yeah, over here, right. and now you're water, and yeah. now you're bread. Wait, you were and, light, now we're light. Well, well, huh? We're, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and so I think because we have more of a post-Christian culture, I'm like, man, start in Mark, because yeah. you're going to see this guy's authority over demons and, you know, creation and sickness mm -hmm. and disease and it's very action packed, yeah. you know. So you spoke of that urgency and we see that in Mark's gospel. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, why then, if I feel that urgency as a Christian, I know that urgency. I mean, you know, been in church all my life, probably, you know, most people have heard their preacher at some point say, you need to share your faith with someone. Right. Why do we get stuck not doing it? Like that's, mm -hmm. that's the, that's the real question. Sometimes it's not a, we don't, not understand the message or not understand the need or understand the urgency, but we get stuck mm -hmm. and we don't share. What, what do you think? What are some reasons? Yeah, I think there are a number of reasons. Uh, uh, not that these are in order. You know, every person is different, right. but uh, I'd say, first of all, that a, a lot of us don't know the gospel. Mm -hmm. And by that, I don't mean 
you, you know, you're not saved. By that I mean, if I were to ask you, just can you just share the facts of the gospel in 30 seconds? Can you can you do that? What would you say? Right. Um, it's not that every gospel presentation has to be 30 to 60 seconds, right. but but yeah. what are the? I mean, is the do you have to start in Genesis one? Mm-hmm. Is it good to start in Genesis one? Probably. Do you yeah. have to to share the gospel? Right. I mean, First Corinthians 15 talks about Christ's death, his sacrificial death, his burial, his resurrection, his uh, impending appearance at the consummation of all things. This is the nutshell gospel that mm-hmm. Jesus died a substitutionary death for your sin. He was buried in a borrowed tomb. He rose from the dead on the third day. And anyone anywhere who turns away from their sin and believes in this Jesus will be saved and right. given eternal life. And yeah. that's the facts of the gospel. So somehow we've got to get that through. Mm-hmm. There are a number of different methodologies and things to remember and ways that you can present the gospel. But those are the facts of the good news. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times we just don't know. We don't know okay. the nutshell gospel and how to package it uh, succinctly. I'd say another thing that stops us from sharing with urgency is um, our fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. could maybe hyphenate that and say our fear of rejection. Yes. We just don't like to right. be we don't, rejected. Yeah, we don't like to be told no. Right. Yeah. So when I, and especially, you know, Lee's my friend. And if I I've cultivated this friendship, this relationship over a period of time. Right. And I finally get up the nerve to share the gospel. I'm afraid that he's going to reject not yeah. just the message, but reject me. Right. And it's going to get weird. Yeah. And the truth is, it, it probably will. Yeah. If he rejects the, the message of the gospel and you keep sharing it with him, it probably will get weird. Right. But uh, urgency would demand that yeah. we embrace that weirdness for the sake of my friend's soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so one reason is that we're just afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. Another reason is we're afraid of questions. We think mm-hmm. somebody's going to ask us these deep theological questions and we're not going to have answers. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'll give you the most freeing answer you could ever possibly hope to hear. When somebody asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, you know what you say? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll figure it out. Yeah. But what's important is that you understand that Jesus Christ <laughs> died for your sin, was buried and rose on the third day. Yeah. Uh, repent for your sin and believe yeah. in him. I'm going to start you right there on that because that is one where I get that a lot. Well, I'm not going to know that. I'm like, yeah, you're probably not. It's cool. Like, just tell them, I don't know this right here. Let's talk about Jesus now and let me research this and let me get back with you mm. If you can, you know, let's go back out for a cup of coffee and then you keep that conversation going, yeah. you know, and I think sometimes yeah. we think, well, that may end the conversation. Well, yeah, I may just pivot off of that, get to yeah. Jesus and then say, hey, let's meet again and I'll talk about this with you. I'm glad you, know? you said that because so. uh, one of our biggest mistakes is that when we do, if you do that enough and you yeah. start researching, then you end up actually having it. I mean, the Bible gives you answers. Right. So you actually have answers yeah. to all these questions. And so a lot of times the reason we don't actually get to a factual presentation of the gospel yeah. with an invitation to respond is because we sidetrack sharing the gospel by just answering all of these peripheral questions. Right. And, and the, the answers to those questions, we don't want to tell people, oh, don't ask questions, you should just yeah. have faith. But we do want to make sure that the gospel is presented urgently and compellingly. So sometimes, even if you know the answer, yeah. the right thing is not necessarily to answer it. Yeah. Sometimes it's, yes, you know what? I want to talk to you about that. And I promise you, I can talk to you about that. Uh, we can do that in just a minute or but, let's talk about yeah. it next week. Yeah. But this is what's urgent right now. Yeah. And I feel like That's I good. have to share this with you. Right. Uh, yeah. So just because you know the answer doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you yeah. should share the answer. One time, one time, just thankfully one time, I was sharing the gospel with a guy years ago and he said, hey, I've got a question. Like, stop me in the middle of the gospel presentation. I'm thinking, all right, this guy's getting it. Yeah. Like, this is a good question. Here yeah. it comes. 
And he's like, my cousin just got married to my other cousin. And now I'm in Eastern North Carolina at the time. And you know, Vegas. so that's a little context. Right. And so there's like, is that incest? Is that wrong? And I'm like, dude, uh, I was yeah. like, okay, we're gonna come back to that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> put that on, put a pin in it. Right. Yes, that's wrong. All right, yeah. boo, you know, yeah. I was like, we'll come back to that. But right now I'm talking to you about your eternal soul. Yes, you know? yes. So, okay, oh, so man. good, any other things you, you kind of see maybe where we? I'll give you one more. I think a lot of times we fear to share the gospel because of uh, lack of reps. I know it sounds okay. dumb, but uh, the more the more frequently yep. that you voice the simple message of the gospel and invite someone to respond, yeah. the more comfortable you are mm-hmm. in doing it. So yeah. even That's if good. you know if you've never shared the gospel with somebody, you go out today and you share the gospel with somebody, you'll yeah. be I promise you'll be on this spiritual high if you're in Christ because yep. there's just no greater message to right. share. Yeah. Uh, so I mean it's sharing your faith, it's sharing your life and your hope with somebody. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, the next time comes around, you still might be really, really nervous. Right. But the more reps you get, I love this. Where's this scene in, um, oh, it's in one of the, one of the um, DC comic movies where they're all, they're all, you know, rescuing somebody and, and uh, the Flash okay. is in it. Which one is the one the Flash in? Uh, is it Justice League? Yeah, Justice League. Okay. okay. So they're all rescuing somebody and the Flash is like, he's never done this right. before and he's all moving yeah. around. And uh, and he comes up and he asks Batman, "What do I do? What do I do?" Yeah. And uh, and Batman says, "Save one." There you go. And then the Flash said, "Then what?" And he said, <laughs> "He said you'll know." Yeah. And so Flash goes and saves someone, grabs and pulls him back, and he was yeah. like, "Oh!" And he goes and gets yeah. another, and goes and gets that's another, cool. and it's just the more reps you have, the yeah. more comfortable you are in sharing. Yeah, that's good. I'm more of a Marvel guy myself. I am but too. I, I think just decided I, I would use DC. <laughs> I know the scene you're at. That was good. That's good. That'll yeah. that'll preach. Yeah. My my joke with people is like, anytime I come up with a sermon illustration, it's basically movie, sports, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like kids. if I ever, yeah, movie, sports, wrestling, kids. Yeah, if I ever yeah. come up with poetry or something on writing, Sandra <laughs> gave it to me. Wrong. Yeah, something's oh, wrong. Yeah. Sandra gave me that one. Um, I think one of the other areas, and I like that with reps because. I've told people all just all throughout ministry. I'm like, if you want to, if you want to grow in your faith, share your faith, mm-hmm. because if you're not sharing your faith, you're not going to grow in your faith. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when we share in our faith, we do get those questions where we go, oh, wait, I've never thought about that. Or, yeah. you know, I need to work through this or I need to think through that. So the more I share my faith, the more I'm going to grow in my faith. Mm-hmm. And on the rejection end, um, that is hard. But I've encouraged people to think through it through the principle of transference, hmm. that they're really not rejecting me. They're, they're rejecting Christ. Um, but every time I share my faith, even if that person says no, I've glorified God because I've given a testimony of what God's done in my life. Yeah. You know, and so by me sharing, that's me worshiping. Yeah. You know, that, that's me giving God honor because... Hmm. I'm recounting to someone else. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Yeah. You know, I'm blind, now I see. Uh, yeah. and, but I think, and, and let's kind of try to, you know, end it, end it here on this question. Um, a lot of times we get stuck. Yeah. You know, so it's that person we know, maybe family member, mm-hmm. coworker, friend. Um, how do we transition, though, from a normal conversation to a gospel conversation? Because mm-hmm. we... 
Maybe, you know, we've got that urgency. We want them to believe in Christ, but you know, how do we how do we do it where it's not weird? <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, you know, there, there's so many bridges uh, to build. Um, you can use Jesus was the the master educator. You know, he used a a pot and a yeah. well. I mean, he used pigs, and I mean, he just anything that was around him. Right. He bridged to the and. I'm not Jesus, yeah. <laughs> so I struggle with that. But sometimes I'll see a tattoo that uh, you know I'll be able to point to, and I'll say, "Oh, what does that mean?" And then mm. uh, you know, or somebody's name. I remember one time I was in a park, and this guy asked him what his name was. I was going to share the gospel with him. It was my plan, right. and I said, "Hey, what's your name, man?" He said, "Karis," and I was like, oh. "Ding, ding! That's sure. awesome!" Because yeah. in Greek, that means grace. Right. So I was like, "Do you know what your name means?" I told him grace, but it was just his name, mm -hmm. uh, or. If, if they have a Bible name, Joshua, yeah. Christian, mm -hmm. you know, uh, then then maybe you can marry Martha. Maybe you can bridge that. But I find, uh, as a matter of a gift, you know, to to your congregation and your people, uh, something that I find myself doing a lot lately because it just cuts through all the stuff and takes all the guesswork out. Is no matter what the conversation is, I like to ask if they have a church home. Mm -hmm. uh, church is not. Christian church is not salvation, right. but as a bridge, we're talking about bridges to the gospel message. They have a church home. They say yes or no. They can say whatever they want to say. It doesn't matter. Uh, then instead of me asking a permission question, mm -hmm. I just launch in like this. What I love about my church mm. is my pastor, Lee Peoples, always preaches no matter what. He always tells everybody that they're made in the image of God and God loves them and has a plan and a purpose for their life. But yeah. all of our problems, mine and yours, is that our sin separates us from God. I'm sinful mm -hmm. and God is holy. And that in the person of Jesus Christ, God reconciled us to him by, uh, you know, Jesus' death on the cross yeah. and forgiving us from our sin. He was buried in a tomb. He rose from the dead. And anyone, mm -hmm. anywhere who turns away from their sin and trust in this Jesus Christ is saved. Have you ever heard this message before? Has there mm -hmm. been a moment in your life yeah. when you placed your faith in Jesus? It's just, you know, a lot of these methodologies want to build um, they want to build a platform so right. that you can launch off of it yeah. or they want to ask permission to share the gospel. Yeah. And I've just found that you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. You can just say what I love about my church is my pastor yeah. preaches, boom, yeah. launch into it. Um, and I think when we do that, I know you'll say, wait a minute, we need the foundation. We need the bridge. <laughs> we need the relational credibility or relational yeah. equity. Uh, the truth is, I'm just going to speak bluntly. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. The gospel has the power to win its own hearing, mm -hmm. it, and it has for millennia. Yeah. Uh, it's the message itself that God takes and through the work of the Holy Spirit uh, draws men and women to himself. Yeah. It's not your personality or your reputation or your relationship. It's the message. Mm -hmm. The gospel has the power to win a hearing of yeah. its own. Yeah. No, that's good. I haven't heard that bridge before. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mental note. I use that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think what there's... There's a couple of different ways, I think, in transitioning. Uh, and it depends on the situation. It's very situational. Sure. So some of those situations you gave would probably be uh, what we would call a, a cold evangelism experience, yeah. meaning I don't know maybe that person. So it's the guy on the plane right. or the person I've met in the park that I don't have a relationship yeah. with. Now there's the warm or the hot kind of mm -hmm. times where maybe it is a, a child or a grandchild mm -hmm. or a friend or a coworker that I'm around often, I think those transitions can be a little different. And, and so if it's a friend or somebody that I know, 
and they've come over and they're sharing a struggle in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear, and what I listen for in those is, is the topic of kind of brokenness. Mm. Uh, because I, I use the three circles a lot, you know, yeah. God's design, brokenness, gospel, restore restoration. So, you know, if it's somebody that I know that's sharing with me and it, it's coming out of a broken situation, I may then ask them, hey, can I, Listen, I, I want to pray for you, and I'm sorry that's happening, but can I share some hope with you mm-hmm. right now? And then they would go, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we, they're, they're not going to turn down a hope. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. they're, they're hurting, you know. Right. And then I can go into it that way. Um, it, but then I think sometimes, too, with people we may know who've been friends or coworkers, we can have those moments where we say, you know, I, hey, I, I've never really shared my story with you. Can I share my story? Yeah. You know, and then I can give a testimony. And then at the end of that testimony, kind of like you said with the church question, have you ever heard that message before mm-hmm. or, or has that ever happened to you? Um, so I think there's a couple of different ways to, to bridge into oh, yeah. it. Um, that That's just very natural. But going back to what you said earlier, it's reps. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just the more you do it, the more reps, you are. It's more you do it. But it's trusting in the Holy Spirit in those moments yes. of the Holy Spirit giving us the power and the ability um, to kind of have those spiritual antenna moments up hmm. to listen for those things. Yeah. And I can still remember um, I was in college and is getting my hair cut. And I don't, I don't go to anybody in our church that cuts hair. We have a couple of folks who cut hair and yeah. then I mean, they cut good hair. I'm not like saying they're bad <laughs> hairdressers. You mean people who used to go to your church? Right, right. right. <laughs> ah, they leave for other things than that. <laughs> no. But I, I tell them, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to get my hair cut by you because I know you're in my church. So I go to go. Great Clips here in town mm-hmm. and I'm known through Great Clips. There you go. You know, and so like I can go into Great Clips. They know I'm the pastor of Heights. I'll get in the chair. I was in the chair one time and... Um, and the lady was like, what are you preaching on this week? Mm-hmm. I mean, awesome. She just asked me, she was like, what are you preaching on? I'm sitting there like, I'm Thank looking you, around, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm a little louder right. than the normal yeah. conversation. Yeah. I'm talking to them. <laughs> you know, but you. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm laying out the five, 10 minute yeah. sermon, get the gospel in there, yeah. you know. So anyone in great clips right now who will pray to receive <laughs> Christ, <laughs> you know. Just and so I think I am, you got to so listen out for those, those moments too, mm-hmm. which sometimes the Holy Spirit can just yeah. give us a natural like, hello, this is the bridge. This yeah. is the opportunity. Jump in and do it. So, yeah. 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 I, I get frustrated with myself when I miss those. It's yes. a, when you talk about getting stuck. Yeah. I get frustrated with myself when I knew, I mean, yeah. the Holy Spirit, he could have, he should have been slapping me in the face. Like, hello, this right. is it, you yeah. know, and I knew it. Yeah. And then I missed it. Yeah. And later on, I look back and I think, I can't believe I missed that. Right. You know, so. For me, I, I want to be. I want. I need to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, which a lot of that is just walking in the rhythms of faith. You know, I think yeah. what I guess some people call spiritual discipline, but making sure that I'm I'm walking daily with the Lord. I'm tuned into the Spirit mm-hmm. and His work, not just in me but around me. Yeah. That I'm asking God for opportunities to share right. the gospel. Yeah. And that I would be uh, open to recognizing and sensitive to recognizing when those moments come. Yeah, that's good, and I think that's. That's the key is we can have our methods. You know, I use three circles. I use a little Romans road. Mm-hmm. I sometimes blend them. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been trained on a few and I'm just like yeah. pulling it all together. You know, we can, we can have our methods. We can have those, uh, those times where we're thinking, all right, I'm going to share. But at the end of the day, we just, we've got to trust in the Holy Spirit. Mm. We've got to trust in the power of the gospel. Uh, because you and I ain't going to save anybody nope. at the end. We're just the communicators through. Um, and my, my favorite verse 
uh, out of 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20, talks about us being ambassadors mm -hmm. for Christ as though God was, you know, appealing through us, be reconciled to Christ. But you drop down to chapter 6, verse 1, and it says that God is working with mm. us in that. And I'm like, man, that's, that's so strong. cool. Yeah. You know, like that's God's strong. working with me, <laughs> in me, through me, with me in this. Yeah. So so we, we always kind of end with one last kind of bullet point topic, thought, take home. What's your think, you know, take home kind of coming out of the sermon podcast? Where do we want to land this plane? You know, um, I've been thinking through the sermon. Um, I, th I think just the word urgency mm -hmm. is what I need to take away from me yeah. uh, or for me. Um, there's so many opportunities in front of me and us every single day to share the gospel, but we're busy people. Yeah. And um, there's so much vying for our attention and time. Mm -hmm. uh, that I really think that if I had a Christ-like a, a Christ sense of urgency about the message of the gospel, I wouldn't be able to stop sharing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be looking for opportunities to share it. It right. would be, I mean, I, I can't do anything else. So yeah. just the, the sense of urgency, understanding. I'm sorry, you said a, a short one. You're good. I'm making it longer. You're the guest. But here, <laughs> right, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, you know, that, that other, I'm going to hit it with this. That other thing that stops us from sharing the gospel. Right. Very honestly and bluntly is I think a lot of times we just don't believe it. Mm -hmm. we just, I mean, the gospel is confrontational by right. nature. It naturally says that apart from Christ, every man and woman that you know is destined for eternity and hell, separated from God, mm -hmm. without the gospel. Yeah. But we convince ourselves that because there's somebody I love or they grew up in church or they prayed a prayer 37 years ago or right. they gave the money or sang the songs or they're generally a good person, it's going to be okay. And we convince ourselves yeah. that it's not as urgent as the Bible says it is. Right. So one reason we don't share is because honestly, I think sometimes we just don't want to believe that it's true. Right. So okay. urgent is the yeah. word I would take away. Yeah. No. Gospel is good. It is good news is. for those who hear it and receive it, believe it. Amen. And so that's that's good. Well, I appreciate you being here on Sunday and sharing the, the sermon. Thank yeah. you for doing this podcast. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate you guys and all the work you do with the SBTC and, and all that. So thank you so much. I want to thank you uh, for watching, listening with us today. And if you are in our area, we'd love to have you on a Sunday morning in person for our worship services. We meet at 9 and 10.30 a.m. We're also online on our Facebook page and our YouTube page at the same time on those Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30. So no matter where you're tuning in, you can join us there. Uh, we encourage you also like our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube page, our podcast app. Uh, that's going to keep you updated with all of our digital content and things that you can find to help you just take that next step of faith. So I hope that you have a great week and God bless.